0: sailor moon fan club podcast i'm your host victoria l johnson aka miss old school and i'm here with brandon or i love brandon he's a dope music maker and co-creator of the upcoming project star child and of course he is also a sailor moon fan hey brandon thanks Hello. for being on the show
1: thank you thank you for having me
0: thank you how are you doing
1: i'm doing pretty well on this uh, warm day here in sarasota florida oh yeah it's so, <laughs> Temperature is probably ninety-seven degrees right now.
0: <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Your AC is blasting. Oh yeah, yeah. I I keep
1: it on seventy consistently. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I'm from Broward County, actually. Are you? Yeah, I didn't know you were in Florida. That's so cool. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, no, it's it's nice when it's nice.
1: True. You know, we only have two seasons: summer and hell. So yep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and rainy. Don't forget right. rainy. Uh huh.
1: Yep. <laughs> which which creates summer or hell season. Yeah. Right.
0: Hurricane. <laughs> you know, yeah.
1: so we we will be in hurricane season from now till November. So yeah. that should be interesting. <laughs> no fun,
0: no fun.
1: Right. Yeah. It's
0: like hurricane season isn't fun when like you don't get off school anymore. You know, what's so interesting
1: <laughs> about that is like every time, um, you know, you know, Floridians, we don't really take hurricanes seriously. So mm-hmm. Every time there's something on the news, all my friends will be freaking out to be like, "Brandon, are you okay?" Are you right. Safe? And I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'm I'm at a party chilling, man. I'm like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the weather's great." You
1: know, you know, you, we have we have hurricane parties over here, so it's not that big a deal. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always like when the shutters were up because it would be like nice and dark and cozy. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I was actually here during uh, Irma,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and. <laughs> i was outside recording it when it was happening oh
2: my god
1: (laughs) you know i was was like this is this is this isn't gonna do anything for me um i remember a couple days before it it hit Mm -hmm. i think uh the first it movie had come out and i went to the the movie theater which is literally across the street from where i live Mm -hmm. and I was like, nobody's outside. Like it's kinda scary. Like I didn't see a single car outside. So I'm like, what's going on? Wow. And I've forgotten that there was a curfew. Oh. <laughs> and they were <laughs> they were fining people for being outside. Wow. I ran back so like I ran so quick into that house it wasn't even funny. Right.
0: <laughs> hey, like I ain't got money <laughs> I got enough money to be outside right, right. now. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Man, good times. Yeah. Fun times, fun times. Hurricane season. You know it. In Florida. Um, okay, so back Sailor Moon. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> Sorry. yes. So what was your first memory of watching Sailor Moon?
1: I want to say it was probably after watching Dragon Ball Z during Tsunami. So mm-hmm. um, I, I sort of discovered anime through Tsunami um, in the late 90s. Right. Um, and I consistently remember coming home. Uh, in junior high school, uh, and watching Dragon Ball Z, and then right after that was Sailor Moon. And the thing that caught me with Sailor Moon was, it's like one of the most positive, if not the most (laughs) positive show for women and girls, like, that I've ever seen. Like, (laughs) Like, they're not just dealing with, like, being superheroes, but, like, being, like, teenagers, and dealing with Liking guys and dealing with all different kinds of stuff. So that was, you know, that was my first memory of it I was like, man, this is a really good show for people. So,
2: yeah
0: Yeah, Yeah. were you like mesmerized and stuff like that?
1: I wasn't mesmerized Mm -hmm. until I became an adult and I watched it because I think, you know, being a preteen teenager, you kind of skip over things, you know, and now Mm -hmm. as I'm an adult I'm watching these shows again and rediscovering what I missed or kind of glossed over as a teenager. I did the same thing with uh, the show Daria, you know, oh, yeah. where I experienced it completely different when I was an when I was an adult versus when I was like a teenager, you know. So, and now now I get all the jokes and I get all, you know. It's the same thing with Sailor Moon.
0: Right. That's what happened with me with Daria and Gargoyles. I rewatched them when I was in college oh. and I was like these shows are woke. Oh, like.
1: classic, classic, you know? like yeah. I mean, when you're a kid, you're not thinking of these things. You're just like, right. give me action, give me right. drama, give me suspense, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, what is going on? All right. Yeah, you miss so much. Is yeah. there anything in your second rewatch of Sailor Moon that you um, were like, oh, like I missed this the first time around?
1: Um, I want to say that uh, in watching... The older Sailor Moon versus like uh, Crystal, mm-hmm. I'm bigger on the older like mm-hmm. show than I am on Crystal. Like Cry- I feel like Crystal tries to be woke. Like Crystal tries mm-hmm. to be um, kind of cool. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like it's trying to be cool, but the old one just was. You know? Right. It was yeah. Naturally.
0: I <laughs> see
1: that. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So, was Toonami, like your first introduction to anime?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely it was, Um, because I used to get really big into um, the bumps for the shows. Um, And uh, I remember, uh, oh my goodness, oh, the guy that plays Spike Spiegel, he played Tom, yeah, you know? Uh, (laughs) And I used to love watching the bumps, those little 30 second months, which actually was um, a gateway towards music production for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, because in watching those and watching the bumps I became interested in the shows without even knowing what they were and um, that sort of was my gateway into it so because of that I I got into cowboy bebop I, I got into you know Sailor Moon, Yu Yu Haku Show, Dragon Balls you know like all these classic shows now as an adult where everybody's like watching them now because you know everything that we were Sort of ostracized as kids, where you know it's all—it's all, it's all cool now, you know. So, right. Yeah.
0: That, <laughs> it's funny that how that things change.
1: Absolutely, over you know. Time. The, the tsunami mm-hmm. morphed into the Midnight Run. And the Midnight Run became uh, Adult Swim, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so forth and so on. So
0: now it's just mainstream. Everybody. Absolutely, you know. It's on Hulu. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Hulu uh, uh, now like HBO Max, like everybody's right. trying to get into this, you know. Like, yeah. Netflix. <laughs> so i love it
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah those those bumps were legendary i mean they
1: really were like and one thing that was uh, interesting about like uh the midnight run that became adult Swim was uh the midnight run was they would just take the episodes that we watched at like four or five o'clock in the afternoon mm -hmm. and they were just unedited versions that came on at midnight and i was like wait i don't remember I don't remember Sailor Moon being this graphic or I don't remember (laughs) Dragon Ball Z cursing, like.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then that sort of morphed into uh, the first wave of Adult Swim, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I I remember that, I remember it like it was yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
0: I remember that. That's crazy, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. So the bumps got you started into music, like Mm -hmm. what? When was the first time, though, you were like, I want to try and like creating my own beats and music and stuff?
1: Um, I was always um, a musician uh, mm-hmm. because my father, you know, I, I come from a long line of musicians. My father's a jazz pianist. He was my music theory teacher in high school, actually. Oh, wow. Um, I went to a performing arts high school, um, two of them, actually, one in Ohio and one in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, the same school that uh, like Donald Glover, uh, Lloyd, a couple other people went to actually Donald Glover was a year he graduated a year before me he was class of 2002 I was 2003 oh. um, and so I'd always played piano always played drums um, and also played the harp which a lot of people don't know but that's just a, another variation of the piano um, so when I was in high school there was another kid I knew named Brandon who was making beats on this keyboard called the Triton, L-E,
0: mm, okay.
1: and uh, I played it, and he played this beat called Salsa. It probably sounds like straight garbage now, <laughs> but I was mesmerized by this track. When I was 15, I was like, oh my goodness, this is, this is incredible, yeah. so let me stick around this kid long enough, and I'll probably get good, and um, that was sort of me transitioning from musician to music producer. know Um, and then from there uh, my father was really big into film composers you know like Danny Elfman Hans Zimmer uh, James Horner uh, Howard Shore and um, the greatest of all time to me which is John Williams Um, and after that I noticed that I wanted to be more of like film television composer Um, and that's sort of like transitioned from me just wanting to be a beat maker to wanting to do more Um, and now that I'm watching I'm now that I'm watching these musicians sort of transition from from beat maker to film composer so I'm watching the RZA go from hip-hop producer to composer I'm watching the same thing with Robert Glasper you know he just did Mm -hmm. the soundtrack to um to the photograph uh pharrell williams with like you know despicable me and stuff like that and i'm flying lotus um as well um and i I just think that's a really cool thing and uh so i feel like i I picked the right path
0: (laughs) yeah definitely wait how how was it like having your dad as your teacher
1: you know what's interesting he never really taught me how to play um Mm -hmm. i grew up mostly playing by ear Mm -hmm. because uh I want to say beyond anime, video games really sort of uh, helped me tune my ear. Mm -hmm. So I used to buy video games just to listen to the soundtracks. Mm. Uh, I remember one in particular was a Ridge Racer uh, Type Mm Four, and I used to have um, I used to record uh, video games on cassette tapes. So I would just listen to the soundtrack over and over again, and then mimic what I heard. Also, I used to watch uh, Mr. Rogers and um, John Costa, who was the piano player for the show. I used to try and mimic him playing on the piano, but video games was really sort of my entry point into doing that. Um, So, yeah, that was something I just I just love to do.
0: (laughs) I used to do the same thing with... um... Like uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas, but I would oh, just like yeah. Oh, yeah. leave the car running. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, in the background yeah. <laughs> and just like go about my day. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah,
1: I loved it. Um, yeah. and then as I as I got older and I got into more like hip hop production and started listening to cats like Mad Lib and mm-hmm. you know Flying Lotus and the Neptunes and stuff like that. I just got really into it. So it's kind of like I wanted to take all these um, these uh, musical. Uh, cats and just sort of sort of helped me develop my own sound by mimicking a little bit putting adding my own style to it um, and listening to other people that inspired me to make it to sort of form what it is I'm doing now
0: yeah. your dad never gave you like detention or anything he
1: yeah. never really taught me <laughs> to play he just uh, really he really just taught me theory um, because okay. so I would say music theory is basically all right, so all right, so let me let me let me paint this picture for you.
0: Yeah. Okay. I think I'm.
1: Yeah. I um played by ear. So playing by ear, you just sort of pick up stuff. Mm-hmm. Music theory is basically a map. Mm-hmm. So you learn what you're doing, and how you're doing it. You know, so all it's right. basically like a flashlight in the dark. You know, mm-hmm. that basically is just showing you around. So you're not just like just playing randomly. <laughs> like you, yeah. you're actually learning. And reading stuff you know what I mean like mm-hmm. so I think for me like understanding what this chord is and can I play this in another key it's mm-hmm. it's just basically like you know it's, it's just a map you know yeah. and my father taught me that he didn't really teach me how to play that was just something that I just kind of picked up I just naturally was gifted in that right. but uh, theory is just basically a map that teaches you how to do something yeah and that's what I'm most grateful for with my dad
0: yeah. No, I thought you said he was like your high school teacher.
1: Yeah, yeah. He was my high school theory teacher. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. But like, how was that dynamic between you and him? Like going to class and like seeing your dad.
1: You know, it, it, it's so funny because a lot of people, I would, I would assume at least people would say that it's, um, it's maybe it's it's weird or it kind of feels. It never felt strange to me. Okay. It never cool. felt strange. Um, I I saw my dad as my dad, and then when he was um my teacher he was my teacher <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know um right. but i think a, a lot of students um at our school uh just he wasn't like the teacher like he was like your uncle everybody loved my father in high school mm-hmm. like <laughs> that so makes it, sense
0: he was a it, cool teacher
1: yeah you know like yeah. i remember uh, when american idol first came out he invited his entire class to come over and watch the first episode you oh know? wow so like every you know he was he wasn't Mister Crumley, he was Uncle Jimmy to everybody yeah you know <laughs> that makes sense okay gotcha so, yeah. maybe that's why it didn't feel weird to me <laughs> yeah yeah that's but it was cool, cool. Yeah. it was cool
0: that's fun that's cool then because I was like that'd be weird but I guess if it's like he's a cool person like everyone's kind of cool with them it wouldn't be weird
1: yeah he's, he's mad cool you know yeah. so it's really cool but, it, it, but at the same time it was also kind of like my dad was like a he was like an in-school celebrity so everybody oh. would kind of like compare me to him and oh you're mr Crumley's son and blah, blah, you yeah, know yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so
2: yeah
0: it's
1: like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> but now you're doing cool things on your own oh thank you yeah thank <laughs> yeah. you you um released an animated teaser for a project called star child um oh man can you tell me about Ooh. that what? oh it's so exciting it is it looks so 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 cool i'm really excited about it and yeah
1: i i love it um Mm -hmm. it's a project that um gabe kunda and i uh came up with and what's interesting is this was something that um i had been silently writing because a lot of people know me as a musician a lot of people don't really know me as a writer because mm-hmm. um, I kind of keep that to myself, uh, but so I'm very active on Instagram and Gabe hits me up uh, a couple of years ago and he says, because the, the the interesting thing about my relationship with Gabe is we I didn't know him as a voice actor, right? Like mm-hmm. I knew Gabe as a musician. <laughs> <laughs> you know like so when I, i'm just now finding out about all this you know like gabe being a voice actor and like this is new to me like i know gabe as a singer and mm-hmm. a piano player wow <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. so we we connect on a very um on, on a deeper level than just us uh engaging in what we like you know like mm-hmm. in terms of um like like the world of animation and television um, so me finding out about Gabe being a voice actor and doing all this incredible stuff that he's doing now is something that I never was really privy to. I just kind of knew him as like, he's, he makes great music and I want to make music with him. <laughs> right. So, um, what ended up happening was, um, he hits me up on Instagram a couple years ago and he's like, Hey man, I've been reading your captions to, uh, to your uh, your your Instagram post. because sometimes what I like to do is I like to take art that that I commission people for, and I write like stories behind them, you know. Oh,
2: cool.
1: Um, and he was like, I don't know if you know this, but I think you're a writer. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, Hey, if you have any ideas, uh, so on and so forth, send them to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, at this time, I'm in Atlanta watching Cannon Busters. Mm and while i'm watching it i'm going you know i I could do this i could i could do i could do this Mm -hmm. and so i pull my friend nicole uh into the room with me and i'm like listen to the opening theme for this song because i'm really obsessed with like animated opening themes to shows i'm just yeah i love it you know i grew up watching cowboy bebop and being obsessed with like opening themes you know that's just my thing um and she goes yeah this is cool and I miss Gabe's message and then I call him back. And then we talk about this idea that um, that we sort of work on. And I said, I'll tell you what, I'll send you this idea because um, at the time I was I was going out of town
2: mm-hmm. and I was
1: like, I'll send you this idea. And then, you know, you let me know if you like it or if you don't like it. And he goes, I love it. Can we talk more about it? I said, yeah, yeah, sure. So now we're talking about it a couple weeks later, and we're just really delving into it. We're coming up with ideas to different things. We're writing stuff down. Um, and he's like, hey, I want to get a trailer like, for this going. In the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, this is probably way off, but like, <laughs> all right, whatever. So <laughs> I have these uh, designated self-care days um, mm-hmm. where I, just, I take myself out to eat, and I go to a bookstore and just kind of read for several hours.
0: That sounds wonderful
1: so (laughs) it is (laughs) i feel like everybody should have at least one day that they just kind of do that with but um so i'm at the bookstore and i was hugely just wildly obsessed with castlevania like from the time it came out Mm. until now Mm -hmm. um and i was thinking about buying the soundtrack so i pick up the soundtrack and i get a voice note from gabe on my phone and he goes hey bro have you ever seen the show called castlevania wow the vinyl is in my hand while right. he's telling me this. And I'm, I'm just laughing to myself at this point. Right. He's like, so some of the animators at Powerhouse, you know, I've been talking back and forth with them and they want to be the ones to animate the trailer. Wow. I'm cracking up because the <laughs> vinyl is in my hand and right. he doesn't even know that I have been religiously watching this show since its inception. Wow. Like, <laughs> so I'm like, man, you don't even know like that I, I've been watching this show... Like, um, you know, like, you don't know that I've been watching this show, like, for forever. Mm-hmm. And, um, he's like, okay, so also, um, we have some people that want to, that want to voice act. Um, and I'm like, wait, 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 <laughs> So we got all of this going on at the, at, at okay. the same time. Like, people yeah. that want to voice act and people that are trying to animate. So I'm freaking out now, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm losing it. Yeah. And uh then he goes, um yeah, also uh Powerhouse wants to have a a meeting with us about how we want to do the trailer. All right. So now I'm just I'm like <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm like okay, all right. Let me let me go sit down real quick cuz this Gabe is this is busy, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So because <laughs> cuz I'm like this is my first rodeo, you know? Like right, I, I don't yeah. know how this stuff is going, but um the great thing about Gabe is he respects my gifts and talents the same as I do with his. Mm -hmm. um and so we have this meeting a a few weeks later uh, with powerhouse um and part of me is freaking out because i'm like man this is like not even two years ago i've been telling everybody go watch castlevania like Mm -hmm. i know it's only four episodes in the first season but go watch it go watch it and now i'm like having a meeting with their team about something that they're going to do for us um and uh we came up with the idea uh Uh, to the trailer on the spot. We didn't even really write it down. It was just an idea Mm -hmm. that just sort of just came. Um, And a couple months later, um, it comes out and I didn't have any expectation about it. I was like, well, maybe people will like it. Maybe people won't. Um, I have been um, adding my own music because I'm also playing composer uh, to Mm -hmm. the series as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm like, man, maybe people might not like this because it's very different than what people may be used to in animation but gabe tells me he goes he says but that's why people are gonna love it because it's not like what everybody else is doing he's like not even on a music level is Hmm. it what other people are doing so goes out and you know seven thousand retweets later i'm talking to you (laughs) right yeah oh man
0: yeah and then so it's set in space yes what's what's the full story
1: so this young man 22 year old uh named aaron akari Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um is basically piloting this uh what we call a super mech just these giant robotic armor suits Mm -hmm. that are part of this uh this military called the solara aeronautics and technologies academy so think of it sort of like uh mit uh and nasa um kind of like fused, and the, and the United States military. So think of like all three of these entities were, were one and the same, okay. um, that's sort of like what this is. Um, and he's been piloting it for over a year, but he's running away, you know, he's running away from something. And so what we discover through the, through the course of the story is he meets up with his best friend and then the two of them are immediately thrust into conflict and we're gonna find out what he's been running away from um, and sort of what he's running towards so it's the story sort of uh uh, sort of starts in the past um and then we get to um aaron akari being where he is now and then we sort of keep the story going but it's going to be a very very interesting one i don't want to give it away because there's so much that i I can't talk about you know um Um,
0: yeah i'm already sold so yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) but you know um like uh we we find out what he's running towards and what the gold is You know like coming later so it but it's 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 a lot deeper because we sort of wanted to use um we wanted to use sort of familiar anime themes to tell a much deeper story so it's not really a mech show Mm -hmm. or rather we're using mech and some other familiar themes to tell a much deeper story you know
2: got
1: it so it's uh just a you know like a young man living on another planet um that is searching for something,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he's using um, this 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 giant robotic uh, mech suit to basically help him search for that. You know, mm. and he has you know like he has his best friend uh, named Kit Kit Spector, um, who's the other person you see in the trailer, mm-hmm. and he has his um his uh, his digital assistant named Lula, um, and Lula stands for a um, a linguistics application. So it's like a um. Oh gosh, like what did Jarvis? I say? Yeah, that's basically what Lula yes. is. Yeah, Lula is basically Jarvis. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the acronym made me. Think. Yeah, <laughs> yes. So Lula, it, Lula stands for a logistical understandings and linguistics application.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, um and I just randomly sort of came up with that on the spot, and she's sort of like our Jarvis meets Pikachu right.
0: in a way. Oh, you know? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounds awesome, awesome, awesome. So, are Thank you? you planning for it to be like an animated series or can you tell me that or
1: (laughs) we are looking for it to be an animated series we Mm -hmm. actually have um uh we actually have a couple deals um Mm -hmm. that we're sort of looking over um there's one in particular that we want so we're just sort of um we're sort of spreading ourselves out to basically see which one is the right path for us. Um, and, uh, we will go from there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now you mentioned a lot of influences, um, that you have, but who would you, who else would you, who or what else would you say you stand?
1: Oh, oh my goodness. In terms of, cause this is a very broad question. I
0: know um, it's a lot. Yeah. I guess in terms of music and then in terms of like creating shows or in general i mean i don't
2: know okay but it could be a thing so,
0: too like i also i stand like boy meets world and Beyonce, oh yeah you know <laughs> yeah, oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was my show too i was a big yeah. tgif fan oh, um, yeah. <laughs> um so first name that i have to say is yoko kano mm-hmm. she is probably my favorite composer in the entire world
0: wow
1: yoko kano is the musician composer behind cowboy bebop behind ghost in the shell um behind Appleseed, behind kids on the slope behind wolf's rain she, she does so many things musically um but i really love her jazz like influences on a lot of things she's my favorite composer in the world it would be a travesty if they do this Netflix live-action Cowboy Bebop series, and she's not the composer. Like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, like, just her music, um, to me, it, 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 I don't even know how to describe the way that it makes me feel. But I'm drawing influences when it comes to what I want to do, particularly with this series, um, mm-hmm. with that as well. Um, uh, Javez, mm-hmm. who is my favorite producer, uh, right. rest in peace. Yeah. Um, he did everything as we know, like on Samurai Champloo mm-hmm. um, and which is interesting because that's how I how I discovered his music. My sister was like, hey, you got to listen to this producer for this show. Um, and it was unique because they were using sample beats on an anime show. like I just I never oh. saw that before. You know,
0: I never thought of it that way. Yeah.
1: You know, like it like using sample beats in a show. That is about feudal Japan in the 1600s, but you're using 2000s themes. Like people are using katanas as microphones, and right. it's set in the 1600. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Like,
1: you know, <laughs> so I just I think that's interesting. Um, but uh, musically, I stand those two people. Series wise, Bebop. You know, like to me is the goat. Um, Yu Yu Show. That show can do no wrong in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sailor Moon as well. Um, mm-hmm. Old Sailor Moon is is my thing. um What else do we have? That's like a big show for me. I love mech shows. I love uh, Gundam, uh, Gundam Wing, Gundam Seed. But you know what? That I loved even more. I loved the Big O. Oh, that, yeah,
2: was
0: that was my good.
1: favorite. I loved it like.
0: We don't talk about that enough, but yeah, that was a good
1: we show. We don't. I love the big, <laughs> oh my goodness, uh, because one thing that I that I found out about the show was it's basically if Batman the Animated Series were a mech show, mm. which I did not know at the time of me watching it, um, right. because see. it's like everybody's wearing black and like, right. you know,
2: um, hair. yeah
1: like roger smith bruce wayne you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it's like he's he's a he's a, a powerful multi-millionaire maybe even a billionaire we don't know like but right. it's it draws a lot of parallels from batman which i found really interesting but i've always loved like the big o um in terms of like the action and the animation style because i'm big on um animation styles that are like more akin to like 80s 90s anime
2: mm-hmm. um
1: i just love that style uh, yeah. I was never really big into like three D animation like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, not because it's bad, just because I just it, just the eighties and nineties. Something about watching um, uh, Bubblegum Crisis, for example, which mm. is one of my favorites. Like just the animation style, I just love that style. Yeah. You know, like that eighties nineties kind of nostalgic kind of style to it. Um, mm. So I just I just love that. But th- that's probably in terms of what i can immediately think of in terms of standing that is those are it you know right. those two people and those couple of shows right that's
0: perfect that's, that work, that's good thank you <laughs> um, do you have advice for anyone who wants to start creating music or someone who wants to create their own series oh yeah
1: oh yeah big thing is never give up and never think about time hmm I think we live in this world today where people are obsessed with either not having enough time
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, or having too much of it. And I think it's important that people should know that um, if you only allow yourself a certain time, time zone or like, just, just like a time template for what you want to do, you're never gonna get anything done because you're gonna start thinking about time and you will basically invalidate yourself based upon when something has or hasn't happened. Um, So I think when you just genuinely pull forth and just sort of genuinely just continue on, then you won't have these things where you're constantly thinking about time, you're just thinking about, you know what, I wanna make the best thing possible because everything has its transitional periods. It took my love for, like like liking video games, liking soundtracks, watching tsunami. Those things, what I didn't know at the time, were fueling my purpose into where I'm going now. Maybe I want to travel the world. Maybe mm-hmm. I want to do something uh, in terms of my career. Maybe mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that's important to people. Um, yeah. And so I think people now people date differently. People mm-hmm. get to know people differently. You know. So you yeah. know, you know, that's I think that's important for people.
0: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Definitely agree. I think yeah, our generation is the last one to kind of transition into that. Like, self care is important, and yeah. <laughs> all these things. Yeah,
1: yeah. But, um, it, it'll it'll happen when it's time.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I always think, I always feel like when things are meant to happen, like that same thing with the Castlevania, like <sighs> things like that happen. It's like okay, <laughs> like like it's time. <laughs>
1: I mean, like you it can't just, fight it. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, again, I mean, I do think it it just, I think my love for these things when I was very younger, because I think sometimes when we have dreams and we have goals and we just like certain things, what we don't realize is that we're actually having visions about what our life is going to be. We're just not mm. conscious of it at that time, you know? Right. Like So I think what's happening is we think we just liking something. You know, like I just I I love this. I I love music. I love watching like, you know, like animated television. But my but my love for music Mm -hmm. and my love for writing and my love for animated television is what led to us having this conversation.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) You know, like, but at the time, I'm not conscious of it. I'm just thinking to myself, man, I love watching Toonami. I love watching anime like I love making music. And now all of this transitions to you know, we have a a show about a guy who kinda looks like me mm-hmm. and uh he's in a giant robot. Okay. I love Big O, I love right. Gundam, you know what I mean? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, and it's about him searching for something, you know, which is also something in my life that um I, I don't wanna give away, but like it's something deep. Mm-hmm. Um and it encompasses my love for animation, because mm-hmm. I was obsessed and telling everybody about Castlevania season one, and now the guys <laughs> that animated Castlevania one Yay. through three are working. Like, it's just, it's incredible, yeah. you know?
0: It's, it's, yeah. it's incredible.
1: So, it's Just timing. Timing really is everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's why... It, it's it's amazing what can happen when you don't limit yourself by time and age.
2: Right.
1: You know? It's, it's a beautiful thing. Um, totally. And I'm learning to just sort of um, to basically um, bloom where I've been planted um, and just be patient and understand that things happen when they're supposed to, you know, and all I have to do is just consistently just elevate myself, you know, whether it be mentally, emotionally, spiritually or physically. Mm-hmm. And things just start coming to you when you just are accepting of the process, you know, and... Now I'm having this conversation with you about a, yeah. a about a TV. Like I just in my mind it, it, I'm like this is this is about to be a television series. Like,
0: wow. Yeah, it's that, real.
1: That is so humbling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, wow, like I, I just liked anime. Like
0: now mm-hmm. you're <laughs> about to create. An you know? Anime like series, I, I'm
1: yeah. like now I'm sitting over here writing scripts and making like at the same mm-hmm. time, like, huh? <laughs> So it's it's incredible. it really is. Yeah.
0: I want to know. you talk about your self-care days, and yes. I watch the videos when you post in the beats. I need to know your skincare routine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my goodness) <laughs> You are like the fifth person that's asked this.
0: Yeah, see, people need to know. People want to know. Like, this is a very important question. Uh,
1: uh I mean, um, one thing that um, I think may be a secret is uh, I take cold showers. Mm, um, yeah. I don't take warm showers. Mm-hmm. If you just look up the benefits, uh, at least for men, when it turns in in terms of taking cold showers, it's good for your hair, good for your skin, good for your nails. Um, but i use african black soap you know i wash warm i uh you know like i i rinse cold uh (laughs) i use witch hazel you know like on my face (laughs) and i mean that's pretty much it it's it's very simple
0: (laughs) all right well hey that works
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you though it's it's so interesting it's (laughs) I get two compliments consistently. Uh, like, uh, consistently, and
2: right.
1: one is skincare, which to me is weird because I never thought anything of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second is my eyebrows. I didn't know that was a mm, thing. Like, is a thing. I did not know that was a thing. I didn't even know what an arch was until the young lady was <laughs> like, "You have the perfect arch," and I'm like, "What's an arch?" <laughs> <laughs> so So, worry about it it's perfect yeah yeah you know so it's 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 very kind people are very kind
0: yeah (laughs) and then so last thing to sign off um at the end of every sailor moon episode there was you know she used to have the sailor moon says psa Mm. so if you could have like your own sailor moon says psa like brandon says what would it be
1: don't give up Mm. don't give up Mm -hmm. that is the key I would say to unlocking almost every success in your life. Don't give up, yeah. you know? Everybody started as an apprentice. Everybody started when they were nothing. Nobody gets anywhere by themselves, you know? You know? So just don't give up. You, you, again, you, you never know what can happen when you, you know, when you stop limiting yourself by time and age. I, I read stories all the time of people who were 40, you know like mm-hmm. 35 40 45 when they first started and long after they're gone they have these wonderful transitions in life you know mm-hmm. and, and i think when you when you stop limiting yourself those things can happen to you
0: mm-hmm. completely agree well, thanks so much for coming on the podcast
1: thank you i appreciate it thank this you for having was, me
0: yeah this was awesome it How was,
1: was. Incredible. Thanks for asking about my skincare, man. That was yeah. A, sheesh, man. I,
0: ha- I asked the hard questions. I mean,
1: seriously, man. I, man, that was the first one anyone's ever asked me. Sheesh, <laughs> man. I was like, man, I might give it out of here wrong. You know, you never know.
0: <laughs> no, uh, where can people find you and your awesome skin? <laughs>
1: You can find me on, you can find me everywhere. Like Mm -hmm. I'm on all, first of all, my music, you can find me on all streaming platforms. Just look up I Love Brandon, E-Y-E-L-O-V-E-B-R-A-N-D-O-N. I had a a Twitter page that was suspended because I had made a remix to a a Justin Timberlake song. So I'm at a, I got a different Twitter than I did before. My my Twitter is eyes on Brandon, but Facebook, Instagram, um, everything else is I love Brandon and I spelled your actual I so E Y E L O V E B R A N D O N.
0: Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you can go over there, listen to some dope music, keep up to date about Star Child. There you go. Yeah, it's gonna help. And yeah. once again, I'm Victoria. This is the Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast, and you can follow us at Moonies Club on Twitter and Moonies underscore Club underscore Club <laughs> 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 underscore Club on Instagram. <laughs>